Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, a registered dietitian and weight loss coach that knows exactly how to help you lose weight while having fun. Each week, I'll give it to you real by breaking down exactly what you need to do to lose your first 10 pounds and actually start seeing results. I've gained and lost 20 pounds on my own and now help hundreds of women around the world look and feel like their hottest damn self by following my proven framework. Welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I am here with the amazing Morgan. And let me tell you, babes, if you are shredding for the wedding or say you're shredding for the engagement or you've been on any sort of low carb diet, this episode is going to be so amazing for you because Morgan has done all of that. She is shredding for the wedding actively right now. Um, We're going to talk all about dress fitting, so much fun there. Um, And as a babe who has gone through three months of small group coaching with me, and um, honestly, just like really changed her relationship to food, which has shown up so hugely in her physical progress. Um, we're going to talk a lot about, you know, a lot of the, the myths around dieting um, and just really make sure you babes are going about shredding for the wedding in the best possible way, because this isn't just about the wedding. This is about, you know, you actually seeing results and keeping it off for life. So without further ado, welcome Morgan. Hopefully that intro Hello. sufficed and was amazing to show off you. Um, first things first, let's dive into what diets you've been on before. Talk to us about diet programs. Okay. So I've been on mainly a low carb diet. I've done just like trying to only eat less than 20 carbs at every meal. And then I've done the kind of the F factor, low carb idea with the net carbs and fiber. Um, So those are probably the main two. I did lose weight on a low carb diet earlier on in like high school. So I always thought that was kind of the diet for me. That's what my body responded the best to. Yet as I got older and got into the working world or even when I was in grad school, that was not true for my body anymore. I was not losing weight, just eating low carb. Um, Which is so frustrating, by the way. Yeah. you're, You're literally having like you said, less than 20 grams of carbs per meal. Guys, I want to put this in perspective. An apple has like 20 to 30 grams of carbs. You're not even eating a damn apple in a meal and then you're not losing weight, right? And you're cutting out all these delicious carb foods. Like nothing pisses me off more because then you're not enjoying your favorite foods and you're not even seeing the physical results. Well, it's kind of crazy to me to think now, I feel like there'd be days that, you know, I would cheat and have crackers. And I would think that was like, a ruiner, a ruiner of the whole day. Morning. Yeah. That yeah. was terrible. That was like day over. I might as well start over tomorrow. Damn. Which yeah, my mindset's totally different about that now. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to get to that. Um, but so you've been on F factor, you've done so many different combinations of low carb, but I know before we pressed record, you had mentioned, you know, going keto, not like full keto, mm-hmm. but like even foods marketed as keto were like so tempting to you because you associated keto with weight loss and low carb healthy. Yeah, no, I've definitely bought the keto cookies, the keto bars, the keto shakes thinking this, this is great. This will make me lose weight and not totally true. Yes, not totally true. And I know we talked chatted about this before. I know I mentioned this so much on social media, but just because a food is keto does not make it a weight loss food. And technically, like when we say a weight loss food, right? Like we know fruits and veggies are healthy. Like, no shit, you did not need me to tell you that. I'm sure if you're anywhere on social media, you know, getting in your color, getting in your veggies, like 
great for weight loss, right? But no food can be a food for weight loss unless your overall diet is in a calorie deficit. So that sour cream, that cheese, that bacon you're buying, yeah, it might help you be in like a state of ketosis, which is what the keto diet is designed for. But that doesn't mean you're going to lose weight. Unfortunately, the laws of thermodynamics are still, you know, calories and calories out. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a hard one for a lot of people to understand because I feel like keto is really glorified right now. Yeah. It's so (laughs) glorified. And when you fail at these programs too, because it's so glorified, you feel like, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, even more of a failure because you failed at you know, what we know, quote unquote works when in reality, like you're never seeing how it doesn't work right on social media. It seems like they're just so extreme. I'm thinking about keto and F factor. Cause I feel like I can't even truly say I did F factor because I couldn't stick with it more than like three days wow. in a row Yeah, <laughs> because it's so hard to, I don't know if you've ever seen how they calculate subtracting the fiber from the carbs. And like, if you could be in a negative net carb or something like that, I, I was yeah, like, wait, I can't ever do talk it. about net carbs. So for, for, we're going to do a crash course on net carbs really quickly. Didn't even know we we're going to go here, but we need to go here, ladies. So okay. the, we have carbs in our diet, right? Carbs are one of the three macronutrients that make up our calories. So this whole idea of net carbs is based on science and even nutrition facts labels. If you guys pull up crackers, I know Morgan mentioned, you know, any sort of carb-based product bread, you're going to see that there is a total grams of carbs. And then there's a fiber Um, that fiber is and fiber. There's different types of fiber, but uh, fiber is an indigestible type of carbohydrate. It's only found in carb rich foods, right? So you have to be eating carbs, getting your fiber. It's weird to add uh, fiber to non-carb foods. Like that's weird. Anyway, that's for another day. But long story short, because fiber is indigestible, even though it is carbohydrates and it does provide grams of calories, it doesn't technically provide calories for your body because your body doesn't absorb it and utilize it as energy in the same way. So this whole idea of net carbs is okay. If you have 20 grams of carbs in something, but five of them are fiber, you can subtract the, you know, take 20 minus the five grams of fiber and boom, you're, you have 15 grams of, you know, the net carbs is what they say. Cause you really don't count those five grams of fiber. Honestly speaking as a dietitian, Morgan, have we ever talked about net carbs for your weight loss journey? No. <laughs> Talk, and, and how has that impacted you knowing you used to do like this whole net carb situation? I felt when I started the uh, group and I was like, Oh, I can have, um, I don't remember what the number was, but it was over a hundred something carbs. I'm like, Oh my oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Heck yes. <laughs> like, uh, do you remember how many grams of carbs you were having before? I don't know that I actually would track it, but I'm sure I was like trying to be around 50 or something like that. But I don't know that I would ever hit that because I think yeah. I would like binge or something later on in the day. Hell yeah. I mean, not only when you cut out carbs, you're cutting out calories, right? So like mm-hmm. maybe your calories were so low because you weren't calorie aware. You don't know how much you were eating before. Yeah. Um, but I mean, 50 grams of carbs. And I know I say this all the time, but I mean, that's 20 grams of carbs is like an apple, 20 to 30 grams. Yeah. So you're having less than 50 a day. Like what the hell are you eating? Well, and I think it like when you think about the fruit thing, it was such a bummer. I remember when I was trying to eat that way, like, I don't always just want to eat raspberries and strawberries. I want to have like pineapple or bananas, but that's going to ruin my whole day if I have one of those because they're so high in carbs. So it was just a game changer when I kind of changed my way of thinking to be able to eat the fruits that I actually want to eat sometimes. And that's a really good point because fiber in fruit is amazing. But I I think I like Mm -hmm. see these posts out there and I'm thinking in my head, like, 
Like what's the fruit with the highest fiber? Like what's the, what's this with the highest fiber where it's like, if you're eating fruit to begin with, that's amazing. Like, why are we classifying it based upon like 0.5 grams of a difference? Like you're wasting your damn time on shit that isn't going to necessarily even help you lose weight. Yeah. You know, fiber is healthy, but we need to focus on the bigger picture things like, okay, half your plate veggies. Okay. Have one to two servings of fruit a day. Okay. How often are you exercising? How is your sleep? And the biggest question, how many calories are you eating a day? Um, You know, these are those bigger things that have so much more of a return on your investment than tracking the net grams of carbs and fiber and all of that. Yeah. And I'm even thinking, I know I'm going on and on about the fruit, but like when I would make a smoothie, like maybe if I just cut a quarter of the banana off, that'll be better. You know, like, yeah, like bananas are so good. Fourth a banana smoothie. in a smoothie. Yeah. Not me. Let me tell you. Yeah. I'm doing that whole damn thing. In, or maybe a half. I mean, a half is realistic. And no shame if anyone does do a fourth of banana. No judgment. No, no. But, um, you know, the, the whole idea is like, eat the fruit, eat the fucking fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Like when did we become that fruit and vegetables are like bad? Yeah. Meanwhile, we're doing that, but then binging on chips and desserts and sweets, and we're making up for all of those Mm -hmm. carbs. Absolutely. Now, knowing you've been on these low carb diets before, I know you came to me. And for those of you who don't know, I know I said it before, Morgan is shredding for the wedding. I love saying that. It's like a corny term, (laughs) but like, I feel like me, especially getting married in 2020, I like loved using that word. Um, But anyway, Morgan is getting prepped for her wedding, but honestly, the rest of her life. And something I'm really big on, and I know I said this to you, Morgan, when we first started working together, I don't want TSN to be another one of those diets. And this is not just about getting prepped for your wedding. We want to look hot on our wedding day. We want to feel sexy and confident and most importantly, just feel beautiful. That's what, that's the word I think of when I think of, you know, someone walking down the aisle and, you know, getting married, but knowing you had this big event coming up, but you also had failed at so many diets before. Why was this time around? Like, why did it have to be different for you? Like what made this time around different? I think that I obviously wanted to shred for the wedding, but also I was so frustrated for like the probably three years that I hadn't lost any weight from trying to do low carb. Like I had previously, I was like, I just need something to make me feel good in general, not just my wedding day. Cause Mm. my weight and my, how I feel about myself, I feel like it's so important to me every other day besides my wedding day. Um, so, I mean, it was good timing that I'm doing it before the wedding, but Honestly, I just want something that I can continue with for the rest of my life. Absolutely. And I know there's definitely other women that feel that exact same way. Now, I know when when you do get engaged, some people have different timelines for when they want to get married. When did you decide to pursue this different approach to weight loss um, and join TSN and like actually count your calories instead of counting net carbs? Um, When did you decide that in terms of like, as compared to the wedding that you had planned? So actually, I feel like I got like a second chance because of COVID. COVID, yes. Um, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to really put my head down after I got engaged and I'm going to lose this weight. You know, I just haven't been trying hard enough. And, you know, I was supposed to get married in July of 2020. And, you know, if it wouldn't have gotten moved, I don't think that my weight would have been off. <laughs> um, so when do you get engaged? April of 2019. So April, 2019. And then in your wedding was scheduled for July Mm -hmm. of 2020 of 2020. Okay. So that whole year I was like, I'm going to lose all this weight. And I did try, you know, 
eating better, but like, and I feel like I was probably up and down trying different things. Um, and really I just kept seeing like, even my weight go up a few more pounds every time I'd weigh. And I would just like avoid the scale. And I would, would tell, I'd call my mom, like, do you think I have, you know, hormonal issues or a thyroid problem? I just keep going up and up and up. And I actually did even try seeing a endocrinologist. Wait, yeah, this story is just way too common at TSN. (laughs) I talk about this all the time and you are being added to the list of (laughs) babes who ended up not having hypothyroidism and got their calories in check and shredded for the wedding. (laughs) Yeah. So didn't really help me at all. He told me to go keto also. Um, (gasps) Oh, wait, we got to pause. Your doctor said go keto to lose weight. Yeah. Ooh. Tell me more about this convo. I, at this point, was kind of had already from the research I had done was like, no, I'm not doing keto. That is not, yeah, that is not what you have to do to lose weight. So when he told me that, I was just kind of like, I don't know what to do anymore because I wasn't really willing to do keto after, you know, trying low carb and knowing how low carb that really is. And how miserable Um, you felt. I mean, that says a lot. And I think so many women out there actually probably feel the same. And and based upon the conversations I have with women as well, where you know something may work for weight loss, but because it's either so difficult or so miserable, honestly, it's not even worth it for you to have that discipline, right? Even for one of the most important days of your life, your wedding, when you want, you want to lose weight. There's no one here that wants to lose weight more than you but that's not even worth it for you. That's, that says so much about how miserable these diets can be. Yeah. But then I, I guess back on to what I was talking about, then I, uh, our wedding actually got delayed to March of 21. And I was like, I've got to get help. Like I've got to work with a dietitian and I'm like gung ho being in the medical field that I'm working with a dietitian <laughs> specifically. <Which I> love. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I had been following you. So I was like, you know, I'm going to reach out because she's obviously has so much success with her clients. And so that's kind of what led me to TSN. Yeah. And then I know we talked about it before and I know listeners don't know the story, but there was actually a woman that you worked with that you saw eating carbs and you were like, she's a kick-ass body. Like she mm-hmm. is not restricting carbs like I am. And she, you know, is living her best life. How did that impact your realization with, you know, seeing not only my content, but just like really absorbing everything on the internet. Cause there's so many different things, right? Like it's kind of confusing online because one account saying eat carbs and other accounts being like, go keto. Um, so there's just all this misinformation around weight loss online, but you saw this woman eating carbs and it kind of clicked in your brain and you were like, you can eat carbs and lose weight. Talk to us about that. Yeah. So she actually sat right next to me or she in her office and she would always, she was really into cooking and she'd be eating like quinoa with, you know, something, which I know quinoa is healthy, but at that time, you know, I kind of thought, Oh, well that has lots of carbs, but, um, or she would make all kinds of stuff, but we would talk about health and weight loss and stuff like that. And she was like, carbs are not the enemy, you know, carb, you need carbs for energy to work out and do all. And I was like, yeah, and that's what they say. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I really didn't know at that time. So I kind of feel like her and kind of researching it, following you. um, I follow other dietitians who kind of have your same philosophy. And that kind of was like, you know, I've got to figure out how to make 
my diet more sustainable because I, at the end of the day, I want to be able to eat carbs and lose weight or maintain yeah. my weight the way I want to be. Yeah. And so I'm a carb lover. <laughs> I love that sentiment too. Ladies, don't be settling for that guy or that diet mm-hmm. that like doesn't have the full package. Like you deserve the full package. And what I mean by that is think of your ideal scenario. What kind of body, how, what will make you confident? What will make you feel good? And then we also want to think about, okay, regardless of the weight, how do we want to eat? Like how, what foods do you want in your plan? Like what are non-negotiables for you? And the next diet you start, if you're, if it's not TSN and you're not tracking your calories and being aware of everything and doing that, like why start something that you know is not going to allow you to have it all because you can't have it all. Any like these diets are bullshit that they say you have to cut out certain things. Obviously weight loss takes discipline. We're going to talk about discipline and progress here in a hot minute, but like if, if the program you're on doesn't allow you to have everything that you want, you're settling for something that you don't need to be settling for because you can literally have it all. And I'm, I'm wondering if you can relate to this. I always remember when I'm dieting or something or back in the day when I would be on a diet, I'd always think, you know, in six months or a year, when I'm at my goal weight, I can finally have like a cookie oh, or a yeah. cupcake or eat like how I really want to, but, and it won't be that big of a deal. Cause I won't, I'll be at my weight already. Yeah. I'll be thin. I'll be skinny. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll have lost the 30, 20 pounds that I wanted to, and just fit in all my clothes. But then it's like, but what makes you think after you've lost that weight, you can just start eating those foods then because you didn't yeah. eat those foods at all when you lost the weight. Exactly. I want to talk about progress with you. I love showcasing what weekly progress really looks like, right? Because when I think of keto, let me tell you what I think of. I think about the grocery store, you're standing in line, you see those freaking magazines that are like 10 pounds in a week. Oh, do keto lose 50 pounds in a month. And it's like one, these are bullshit guys. Like if you didn't know, let me, let me expose it. They're bullshit. The second thing is like what weight loss weekly really does look like. So for you over the course of coaching, and then also I'm so curious about since you've left coaching, I know we've talked about it, but I think sharing since coaching has end where weight loss has been each week and in progress in general. So from the start of coaching to where you're at now, and Morgan's been, you know, quote unquote graduated um, mm-hmm. from coaching for a little bit of time now, talk to us a little bit about your, like your weekly weight loss and the, the weight loss progress and that piece of things. Yeah. When I started the coaching, I think I would lose about a pound a week probably, but there was definitely weeks that I stayed the same. And then maybe I'd see that progress a few more weeks down the line. And then after I lost, I guess the 10 pounds, I really haven't seen a a big scale change, which Lauren always talks about seeing your kind of actual body changes is different than that scale change. Um, so now that I've been kind of graduated, I have seen changes like when I've gone for my wedding dress fittings with them saying, Oh, you lost more weight, or we have we're gonna have to take this in more. So that has yeah. been kind of and rewarding. you're being so humble, by the way. Like Morgan <laughs> messaged me this and she's like, Yeah, like my alterations person was like, Oh my god, like you lost more weight. Like every time she's going in, like she, the dress is too big for her after they've done the alterations and things. And literally your person was like, the alterations lady was like, don't lose any more weight. She said that to you. So what's so crazy yeah. is your weight isn't changing, but 
the body composition is. And I know I've talked about that. There's so many episodes on here where, you know, I, I preach that every day for you guys, the scale is important, but also like how you look is, you know, at the end of the day, what I know you guys want. Um, but knowing that progress, another important factor that I know we haven't really talked about is like, you are doing, um, not F factor, you're doing F 45, um, for your workouts. So you are actively working out and you, you have increased that intensity there, which makes sense that we're seeing the shift in body mm-hmm. composition, because if you're not working out and you're not losing weight, you're probably not losing weight. Um, if you're um, working out and you're not losing weight, there's a very great chance that you could be making physical progress and losing inches just like Morgan. Yeah. So I do the strength training, but also when I did group coaching, kind of the talks we'd have about, you know, just get going for a walk more can help. And so I have at work at my lunch break, I always go on a 30 minute walk if I can. And I feel like that has been so helpful also. And I mean, it's just nice to go get outside too. But um, yeah, especially with COVID. (laughs) Yeah. So the strength training, I probably only do about three times a week, which feels more doable than like having this mindset of I'm going to, I have to go to the gym five times a week. And that kind of that just creates like a negative in my mind of like myself. (laughs) That's such a good point too. Like you can see amazing flipping results going to the gym for three solid workouts. Yes. I said it ladies, three workouts, like even two workouts, right? Anything's better than nothing. Even one workout a week, better than nothing, but three days a week, like you can see epic change, especially if you have a really greatly structured program. That has been really eye opening too. Cause I, used to think, you know, if I'm going to get in wedding shape, I'm going to have to be in the gym, um, you know, five days a week, maybe six, maybe one day off will be all I can take. And yeah, even, I mean, I know we were going to talk about this, but I think trainers sometimes have a misconception of that too, because my trainer, when I started with him had kind of told me that I needed to do almost two a days, which I haven't done two a days since I played volleyball in high school. And that is like the last thing I want to do at this point in my life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, let's talk about, cause I know this is such a common topic. I mean, the DMS I get on this shit is unreal. <laughs> what have been knowing you were in a coaching program, knowing we've, you know, taken the mask off of the bullshit and you understand what actually matters for weight loss, calories are King, hitting your weekly average, getting the protein, every meal, going on the walks, like doing all these things, following, you know, what I teach. What, was there anything on your journey that ever got in the way of what you were doing or made you second guess if this was going to be the answer for you? Yeah, I think when that trainer I was kind of talking about when I started there, he really questioned and I'd already told him that I was working with a dietitian that I didn't really want any help with my diet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kind of really probed me about it still and wanted to know my exact calories. And I kind of told him and he's was like, well, no, it needs to be lower. And more of that kind of that 1200 calorie mindset. Let's talk numbers. Where did we have you at versus the 1200 calories or whatever he wanted to put you on? I think my range was like 1600 to 1800. Yeah. And, and you were losing that, one pound a week. Yes. After but gaining to, weight. Yeah. But to him, that wasn't right. Like every day I went in there, he would say, how much weight are we down? And that like a sentence I never want to hear again daily <laughs> because how much weight I'm are like, you down? That, that feels like a trigger to me. I mean, we have structured check-ins, right? 
when following TSN inside of my membership, I make you guys check in every Friday. And that's not because I just want to see your weight. That's because having a check-in weekly where, you know, you're tracking your weight weekly, we can notice those trends over time. And then if you're not losing weight, we can make adjustments or, you know, if you're not losing weight, but making physical progress, we know it's working, right? There has to be checks and balances, but this pressure to be like the words, how much weight have you lost this week puts the pressure on you to be like, okay, well, if I didn't lose weight this week, that I'm a failure, but the core, if you work in the field of weight loss, you know, women aren't going to lose weight every week. You, you, yeah, some people will, but just because you don't lose weight, that puts like a blame on you. Like you did something wrong when like you maybe did everything right. When he was even asking me daily and I would be like the same as effing yesterday, you know, my weight didn't change from yesterday to today. Um, but so that was kind of something that was really frustrating. Although at the end of the day, I knew I was working with the person who has all the um, education in this and who really knows what's going on with weight loss and diets and all of that. So I chose to really just ignore that, but, um, but it can be really hard. And I I bring this up because I know there's at least one woman listening to this podcast right now that has either a person in your life, dare I say a friend or a mother or a significant other or trainer, or God forbid, a nutritionist or someone in your life that has the best intentions for you. They want you to lose weight. They want you to become that confident person that you're working hard towards. And, and, and it comes from a place of them wanting to you to be successful, but Mm -hmm. still at the core, like the way you talk about your weight has such vast impact on what you do and how you view yourself. And you can't talk about weight loss without talking about the mindset piece. You can give out all the calories, you can give out all of the motivational tips and everything. But like, if you don't have these tough conversations around mindset, around how you view your weekly weigh-ins and how your weigh-ins make you feel, you're not going to get anywhere. And honestly, you're just going to self-sabotage yourself. Yeah. And I was just thinking also how it's hard. I'm sure there's girls out there who experience this, but if your fiance or husband or whoever is also losing weight and they lose five pounds at a time, 10 pounds. And you're like, I can't even get down a pound. Yeah. Especially (laughs) if you are say, say most babes are shorter than their significant others. Obviously some people taller, some are the same, you know, all these different things, but especially if you're a woman and your fiance is, you know, wicked tall, tall guy, maybe he played sports before, whatever the situation is, like he does one thing and he's down like 10 pounds. Like that's just not the same for, for women. And I think that's why having a strong community of women around you and realizing specifically like those challenges women face on their journeys and how our bodies are different. Our bodies are different. Um, that can really help you realize like you can't compare your, your future husband. Um, you gotta, you know, check yourself and not even compare to other women, but like the person you need to compare your progress to is your damn self. Yeah. And just like really trust the process that, you know, it's not going to be overnight or over a week or a month. You're going to see exactly what you want to see. Okay. Last thing I want to mention with you and talk through when it comes to shredding for the wedding and, you know, fitting into that dress, talk to us about not being in the specific physique and body you have as your end goal, like you're working towards it, but you're going mm-hmm. dress shopping. You're trying to find a dress alterations, all of that kind of piece. How do you get over that mindset where like, you're not the most confident per- version of yourself yet, but you're working damn hard on it. How to navigate dress shopping. Like did anything help you that you think might help other women? Yeah. Or was I that mean, experience I- positive for you also? Like 
I know women who are not at their end goal, but they're still really confident in themselves. And yeah, the dress shopping isn't something negative, but there are so many women. I do know that dress shopping is a negative thing when you're not really in love with the way that you look right now. Yeah. I do think like initially when I bought my dress, which was in 2020, before it was a hot I even, yeah, like it's been, a, it was a while. I was not, I felt good about the dress, but I definitely looking at the pictures was like, this isn't exactly how I want to look in it. Yeah. But you know, you think I'll get there, but I don't, I don't know that I have specific advice for making that better. Cause it is so hard as a girl, but I do think that, you know, going through this process and even trying on my dress now, I'm like, Oh, sometimes about, you know, we're all so nitpicky on our bodies, but if you compare the pictures and the dresses, I'm like, Oh, there has been progress there. Like I yeah. do look a lot it's better like than dress progress photos. Yeah. Let's make I've that a thing. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, Morgan and I actually chatted about this before too, but when it comes to progress photos, you can't just look at a photo of yourself. You got to compare it. Right. When, when we're thinking about yeah. like the transformation you're going under and the, the, the thing that comes to my mind too, is start early. Like we shouldn't wait until we're about to get married and we're engaged to begin this journey. And I know timing is everything, right? Like you may have not realized calories and food. There's so much more depth to it than like just cutting out carbs for weight loss. So, you know, timing is everything, but if you want to feel amazing, I don't want you to do it just for your wedding. I want you to do it. So every day you feel amazing and you feel beautiful and confident in your body and not like 30 days before your wedding thinking, Oh shit, like I got to get this in check. Like that does, that doesn't give you enough time to actually have a lifestyle change. Yeah, exactly. And I think that is like been a really cool thing about this is that, you know, I'm trying to be a little bit stricter since the wedding is coming up, but at least I know on my showers and stuff, you know, I'm going to have the cake or a margarita or whatever Hell yeah! because I can, you know, do it and not ruin everything I've done. Absolutely. Um, and the weekly average really helps with that too, because yeah. it's also okay to be more disciplined, especially for my brides out there. Like I'm sure it's like the day before your wedding, I don't want you having like this huge bean casserole, Mexican, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we don't want all these like very known bloating foods or like foods, you know, like sometimes don't agree with yourself. Not the time and place to be having it. We, we will want to be a little bit more disciplined before a big event, but that doesn't mean that you can't have like the margarita or like these other fun foods along the way. Yeah. And I think it's also the fun of getting married when there are celebrations and events even before the big day, right? Where you want to feel amazing during them and then also be able to eat what you love because you're you're going to remember the the fun and times that you had with your friends and family during it and you saying like you're of course drink the margarita, right? Like you want to yeah. be able to enjoy this amazingly special time. And you can when you realize your weekly calories matter most and it's not like one day has to be exactly 20 grams of carbs, 50 grams of carbs and like yeah. it has to be perfect every day for results. Have you seen that quote? I'm going to say it wrong, but I kind of feel like it Are you really like me? Do you say well. quotes wrong like me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, it's like, don't miss 80% of your life to weigh 5% less or something oh, like that. Yes, I love that one. Yes, I love that quote. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to miss the fun times, you know, with the wedding or Christmas. Like, I'm going to enjoy that one day because yeah. the weekly average really does matter more, like you've said. Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself, Morgan. Couldn't have said it better (laughs) myself. I love this. Thank you so much for being on. And literally, we're going to have to wait for the wedding pictures when it happens. I'm so excited for you. Um, But I know it's a few months away. We got a few more dress alterations until then. 
So babes, that is all I have for today's episode. If you love today's show and what we chatted about on here, please do me a favor and take a hot minute to leave a review on iTunes and share this episode with a friend. The way the Sorority Nutritionist podcast has grown and TSN has been able to help even more women has been from women like you sharing their experience, listening to the podcast, how it's transformed your life, most importantly, by getting other women to actually take a listen to it as well. By leaving a review, I really, really freaking thank you. I'm going to be corny AF from the bottom of my heart because you are straight up helping me help more women just like yourself, just like you and I, so they can lose weight while having fun and do it in a balanced way instead of following crazy fad diets you find on the internet. So please take a moment and leave a review. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend. And most importantly, I cannot wait until next week, another episode drops. See you then, babes.